Ciao, and welcome to The Fatal Charm of Italy, a question-and-answer podcast hosted by me, Rick Zullo, from rickzullo.com. In each episode, my guests and I will attempt to unravel the mysteries of the Bel Paese, diving into diverse topics ranging from cultural curiosities, to travel advice, to language tips, to food discussions, always with a healthy dose of humor and a genuine affection for the object of our shared fixation, that paradise of exiles, Italy. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave an honest review if so inclined. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Buongiorno a tutti. I am here today with Michelle and Christina from my cheap Italian home. Buongiorno. Come state? Ciao, bene. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Listen, I mean, this is, you know, something I've been looking forward to for a while because I found you guys on Instagram. And, you know, of course, what your, what your Instagram account does, it just fuels all of our fantasies about, you know, uh, running away to Italy and buying a charming little place in a great little village or town. So um, why don't you introduce yourselves and then we'll get it, we'll go on to it from there. Okay. Well, I'm Christina. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I've been I've been living in Italy for about 24 years. Came for a holiday on a whim and stayed. Um, and oh, I fell in love and then stayed. And that's the that that's. But you are Italian. Yeah. Oh no, my father's Italian, so that's one of the reasons why I came to come and visit family. Um, and and you're from the, I mean I'm, the accent's giving it away a little bit but uh, where did you where were you born and raised? <laughs> I was um, born and raised in Sydney, Australia. Sydney, okay. And but your father was born in Italy, so uh, he was it was born it was, in this, yeah. he was born in the same town that I actually live in, where we both live in, in Castiglione Fiorentino, Arezzo. Well, where is that exactly? Can you help us find it on the map? Okay, well we're in Tuscany, obviously. Right. Um, if you find Florence, which is quite easy. Right. A little bit south. Okay. About, uh, ooh, a very close to Cortona. Yeah, right next door to Cortona. Okay. Well, that, that gives us a pretty good idea. So that's, wow, a lovely area. I mean, that's when people think about their their Tuscan dreams. Yes, that's pretty much uh, the yeah. painting that we're looking at, I guess. Yeah, the rolling hills and the cypress trees. And yeah, 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 we've got all of that. It's beautiful. Okay. And Michelle? Hi. Um, yeah. My Michelle, my husband and I moved here with our teenage daughter a few years ago. And unlike Christina, I have zero Italian blood, but long before my husband and I ever came here decades ago, we just loved every single thing Italian. Italian food, Italian wine, Italian art, Italian architecture. And we just always knew one day we were going to live here. And we always thought it would up someday, like everybody says, maybe when we retire, and then one afternoon we were sitting by our pool in America and we said, you know what? Why didn't someday be today? And the next day <laughs> wow. we got up and put our house on the market and 30 days later we were living here. Wow. That's amazing. That's a great story. So, I mean, um, so I know how, how Christina found that town. How did you find that town? No, my father was born here. So I came to visit family. Yeah. And I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, right. No, no. Yeah. So Michelle, how did you find it? Yeah. Sorry to cut across you there. Um, well, actually, we were trying to find, we knew we wanted to live in a home that was in a historic center of a town. And, you know, everybody has their little checklist of what you hope to find. 
And so we were coming every kind of few weekends and looking at houses from everywhere, from Rome to Venice, really. But we knew we'd like Tuscany because we had spent a lot of time here. And my husband had found this house we live in now online. And when we booked to see it, we only had really one night, one day left of our trip that we could fit this house in. And so I said, well, we'll book a bed, we'll book a room to stay in the town for the night. I said, that way we'll at least get a real feel for the town. And I'm not that kind of person that generally shares much of my personal information at all, but I had booked Christina's rental apartment for the night and I didn't know Christina at the time. And she just said, why are you renting for one night? Can I ask? And so when I told her the story and she said, oh my gosh, I know that house so well. I just showed it to a client earlier this year. So we had all the dirt on the house before we ever came to see it. So we just felt like it was kismet in a way that we had met. Yeah. And in fact, I mean, it, it sounds like that's, uh, we're, we're talking about the genesis of your uh, newsletter here too. I mean, because you sort of went through the process yourself and, and now you're, you're doing something that makes it a little easier for other people who want to kind of do the same thing. Oh gosh, absolutely. I think this is actually the third house we've done. This is our first home here, but our third house that we've re restored now. And I think people, when you're not here, you think it's a very scary thing, and you know because everybody loves the drama of the red tape and the bureaucracy and all the craziness of buying a home in Italy. But it's not crazy, and it's not you know is there bureaucracy and do you have a good story to tell at the end? Of course you do. Right. But that's just the fun of it. I mean, it's right. It's I mean, not it's that. it's not insurmountable, and you almost feel like you've um, you, you've slayed the dragon once you've uh, once you've gotten through yes. it. To, <laughs> yeah, I mean. that's a good way Absolutely, exactly. You know, and I think. I think the best thing about it here really, to me anyway, for the homes that we've done, is that there are so many people that you are going to meet that have done the same thing, that are from America or from England or from Ireland or Australia, and they love to help you out, you know, so nobody is really in it alone doing any of these things, and I think that's kind of the nicest part, like the little expat community, yeah. wherever town you fall in love with, there's going to be someone there to hold your hand. This isn't just a real estate. Agent. It's a community within a community. It really is. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, what you guys are doing with, with this, uh, helping people, um, you know, realize their dreams or at least uh, enhance their dreams. How did you, you put it to me in an email? That was interesting. I, I forgot what you said, but um, I don't know. Well, I think we're basically, I think the fact is we had so many people, friends mainly and family, asking how they could get their foot in the property market here initially. Uh -huh. um, a lot of people have an Italian heritage. They have, whether it be their husband or their husband's father or mother or a grandparent, someone, I think most people feel some sort of connection to Italy. And we were having a lot of people asking us, how can we get what you've got? Like, how can we get a, just, a, just a little cheap property uh, without having to go through the internet? I don't know if you've seen um, online the, the hundreds and thousands of properties that come up in Italy with terrible photos. Um, yeah. Like really terrible photos. There's another business and, opportunity is to be. Yeah, 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 we actually <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. But yeah. it's funny though, because yeah. it's true, because I think it's just, there were so many people that, I mean, as Christina said, it was either people that had this Italian American or Italian whatever heritage, and they have this passion to get back here and to find, you know, to put a footprint to where their ancestors were, or they're just people like my husband and I who just absolutely loved everything about Italy. And they want 
a place, but they don't want something that's like, you know, they don't want to pay a half a million dollars. They want something that's a footprint, that they know they're here, that they have a little place, that it's it's a source of pride, I think, for them. And just because Christine and I love and do everything about real estate and interior design and restoring houses, and we always have long before we ever met each other, um, I think that's how we got to be quick friends so fast. Yeah. And we just realized one day, it's like, we should just do this as a newsletter to send to our friends and our families who want this, this information, we can start finding it and we can start talking to these agents and we can take the day trips and discover all these cool properties that are so difficult to find. And then it just sort of took off organically that they started, friends and family started saying, you should just get this newsletter out to everybody because yeah. there's a lot of people that want it. And start the conversation. Start the conversation. Yeah. That's basically what we're helping them do, start the conversation. Right. Yeah. And, and and there's, you know, I mean, there's no shortage, like you said, of these properties, or these websites that show the properties. But boy, once you start looking at it, it just gets so messy. And uh, you, you don't know, you know, what you're looking at or, you know, if this is a reputable real estate company or whatever. So, I mean, a lot of what you guys do, I mean, you since you've been involved with real estate, I mean, you're able to sort of cut through a lot of the clutter and, and really give people some um, some realistic properties that are, you know, true to value and, um appealing in all the ways that people are looking for as for a, one of these well we do have a lot of contacts obviously I mean, we've been doing this for nearly a year now and also i had a lot of contacts beforehand right um especially helping foreigners um purchasing properties which i did in the past i always joke that christina knows every single person in italy I know yep. everyone in my area, let's put it that way. And all the agents know who I am. They're always excited to see me because, because I'm Australian. They think that they're going to sell a property instantly. Right. <laughs> um, but it's good to have um, Michelle and I here also because we can decipher through all the crap. Like we're here. We know um, what to look for, what not to look for, right. um, people to talk to, um, kind of the right way of doing things, using professionals, that kind of thing. And when we find something we love, you know, before it ever goes in our newsletter, you know, we have a quick couple of phone calls, emails, texts, whatever, to our different agents and say, tell us about this property. What aren't we seeing? What do we want to know more about? What do you think? Or like even last week, we got in the car and headed down to Rome just because some of the agents we know down there had some cool properties coming along. We said, you know what, let's just get in the car and go see them and spend some time going through these properties and I think it's just if I was that person still in America, that's the thing I want is just to know like, yeah, this person is like this friend that I have over there in Italy that just is helping me find my property and holding my hand a little bit through this whole process. That's awesome. What, what, what are some of the criteria that you look for in selecting the properties to be featured in the newsletter? So, I mean, um, well, I know you have a you have sort of a an upper limit of the price that's, you know, not a hard limit, but I mean, for general, you know, pricing well, wise and, and uh, what, what else are you kind of looking for? I think um, that question, the answer would be that our subscribers give us an indication of what they're looking for. So that ah. really helps us with our list of what we're looking for and where. Um, so I say that that's... Oh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think it's, uh, we just, we're so interactive with the... Yeah. Uh, people that we have on our list that 
I think they kind of drive us to look for what we look for more than yeah. We definitely. we're not showing them; they're just yeah. asking us. That's super interesting, and it's really smart. I mean, I you know I I do marketing, and that's one that's one of the the most powerful marketing tools is to use your customers' own feedback in order to you know not only direct your marketing messages but to you know the the products that you're you know, that you're presenting to them. So um, that's wonderful. What what are the, what are they telling you? They want they want something obviously affordable. Oh. Uh, they're looking for that charming little hill town or something. I mean, they want that sort of thing. Walking to the to the bars and restaurants and stuff like that, or. Um, what's... Well, all of that. I mean, they also want to feel um, a part of a community, somewhere where there's friendly people, mm -hmm. um, where they can walk out their front door, walk to the bar, walk to the, the local markets to buy their fresh produce. Um, some people want a stone home to completely renovate with their family, like an adventure. So it's a little bit of everything. Okay. It's been a little bit of everything. I think it's a... Uh, a lot of the people you see that they like the, a, an inexpensive, perhaps a little beach property, you know, so we try right. to find things like that. There's something that's on the water, near the water, so they can lock it, leave it, or maybe get a good rental out of it when they're not here. Um, as you said, Rick, we have a lot of people that want the really quintessential little stone townhouse and walk to everything. And right. I mean, I think, you know, probably the same reason you fell in love with Italy. It's certainly the reason I did. You know, it's nice to walk into the butcher and he knows your name and he knows what you like. <laughs> That's right. Knows, you know, it, it's that special relationship that Italy is still a small town community, no matter which small town you're in, that, you know, people want to be a part of. Well, I noticed, too, when you're in your Instagram and your newsletter, you, you always are sort of you, you kind of direct people with with your messaging and such that like you say oh this this one's turnkey i mean look at this property for only like ninety thousand euro you can just you know walk right in then there as you say here's a great opportunity for a fixer-upper if you really want a, a project to turn it into your own sort of space you know so i i do i did see that you have sort of both of those things and, and you're pretty clear when you present them so you're not trying to show you know some something that's run down is, is something you can move right into on the other hand um no. <laughs> you, you know so that was that was really great that you had sort of both those types of opportunities depending on what the person's looking for and the bulk of our people i think are mostly always uh, we try to keep everything under a hundred thousand because right. we feel that's kind of everybody's for the most part for who we have as subscribers that tends to be sort of their comfort level you know that if they know uh, you know, it's either a bit of a savings or savings and a mortgage, but it, it's a small risk. You know, it, it's not spending, as I said, a huge amount of money and they don't feel, you know, that they're putting their, their future at risk or anything. You know, it's just a nice, comfortable price point. Well, that reminds me, I was going to ask you guys, I mean, I, I know everybody talks about it. I never heard about these one euro houses you can get in some of these <laughs> places. I mean, um, obviously these are fixer uppers, but um but oh, what, all what, I mean, fixer uppers <laughs> pull down and start again is <laughs> yeah okay so they're, they're basically tear downs you gotta you, you, yeah you gotta, okay. uh, listen rick if if these one euro homes really existed i think i'd have at least a hundred yeah um i mean i'm here and you know if, if they do exist i mean you can buy a home for one euro plus you have to pay for the the permits the taxes the notary the geometry sure. the agency fees um, they also come with time frames, so I don't know. I personally, I think Michelle would say the same thing. If I were to buy a property initially without having any stipulations, I prefer a cheap home, even if it's 35, 40, 60,000, I, that I can do whatever I want with it, whenever I want, in a time frame that I want. Right. And with the one-year-old homes, you can't. 
Now, the, I, I think most people have read why they're offering these one-euro homes, and that's basically because old towns are looking for people to start businesses, right. grow the population, make the town into a place that other people would want to visit. And so, and it's a great publicity thing. Sure. It's great. Yeah. And some people have got some good bargains and I think there's some others that are not so great but um yeah they're out there and they're advertising uh, you know what I wanted to ask you too is you know how, how has the housing market in Italy changed during this you know post-COVID era I mean you know um certainly in the U.S. the the housing prices have just gone berserk I mean things have gone up 25 percent in the last year you know oh, in some areas okay. I mean well that, that has happened here in some parts of Italy uh, I've just noticed in our town, um, the houses in the country have gone up. Right. And in the, the ones in the town have gone down. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, people trying to get away from the crowds. Sure. Yeah, they, wanna, they don't want to be in lockdown, stuck in a teeny tiny apartment where they can't leave the apartment. Whereas in the countryside, they can go for a walk. Um, they've got more space. Right. That's but we have definitely seen um, there's a big movement to properties in the last six to eight months. I mean, you can just see, you can feel a very different energy with everybody that we're talking to when we're putting the newsletter together every week. They're moving properties. And, and it's great to see because, I, and I think a lot of it is, it's a big portion of it is foreign-led buyers because I think a lot of people realized over COVID that, you know, kind of in the same way my husband and I did a few years ago you know, take the chance now, make your dreams start happening now. Don't wait for 10 or 15 years from now because we don't, none of us know. And it's, That's right. it's like, you know, you've always dreamed of Italy, then just jump on and go to Italy. Do it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I want to ask you, are there any new hot areas that everyone's talking about? You know, I mean, oh. of course, you know, they, they always, there's always something that's the next, the next well, Tuscany, know, right? Yeah, like, the next Tuscany or the next Umbria, because we know that Tuscany and Umbria um, have, were, really popular in the past, but you, we can still find some fabulous deals in Tuscany and Umbria. I'd say hot areas for me would be um, Marche, Abruzzo. Yes, yeah, true. La Marche is beautiful. And I think I was actually just talking to Christina's husband about it the other night. And he said, you know, like you have all the beauty of Tuscany and Umbria and the vineyards and the olive groves and the greenery, but the prices can be a third to a half of what wow. we're seen here and so we definitely like that and uh i have to say i think both of us love Puglia. oh yeah no yeah although many people are going in now so <laughs> the prices are going up a little bit in Puglia. but another thing that i've noticed you probably have too as well michelle um in the grosseto area in tuscany um not like by the coast not on the coast but a bit inland so maybe 45 minutes from the beach there are a lot of cheap properties. And it's some really beautiful time. ones. I mean, yeah. really spectacular ones. You had one a few weeks ago that was like 28,000 yeah. or something. It was an adorable little apartment. In a tiny yeah. town. And it actually had a community. Like a like there were like three or 400 people in the town, which is great because that means it's got a bar. It's got a bus stop. <laughs> it, it might have a restaurant, which it depends on what people are looking for, really. And you really get to know your neighbours, too. Yeah, so. exactly. And the neighbours here are great. 
This is exciting. I mean, you know, if anybody listens to this, I mean, you can't help but start dreaming about, uh, you know, <laughs> about your life post COVID and Italy opens up again and we all want to come and, uh, you know, experience all of this and, and well, maybe check out some of It's been great being here during COVID anyway. I mean, because we're in, in the middle of a, a, a lively community, even though we can't see everybody every day when we're in lockdown, but you can still feel that you've got people, you've got neighbours who come and help you. They give you vegetables from the garden or which I, which we found out in the country you're in town yeah and when you were sharing your vegetables for the neighbors <laughs> that's true everybody was laughing at us we uh, my husband and i live in town and we planted a whole walled garden out on side and uh during covid we have this older woman that lives above us i think she's 90 maybe and she's always talking to us oh she loves the lettuce and she loves the tomatoes and this and that so she would throw, she tied a rope to a little basket and she was throwing it off her terrace. <laughs> we fill up her little basket so she could reel it back up. <laughs> but it's lovely. You know, you're part of something. Then. She probably doesn't understand a word I say. and I understand about a third of what she says, but it's great. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, we saw on the news, you know, all the, you know, during the when Italy was like, you know, in the spotlight during the worst of it, uh, you know, people mm. getting on their balconies and, you know, singing across the, yes. across the, <laughs> um, the alleyways and stuff. And that was really, um, you know, inspiring because I mean, boy, it was it was tough there for a while, I know. But, um, you know, like I said, oh, I, I mean, know it was brilliant. We even had the church that is just down the road from us, which is just this super ancient churches they all are here i suppose um on sunday afternoons they would play opera and broadcast it out to the countryside and it was just such a glorious thing and christina out in the country and us here in town everybody could hear it, it was just oh it was extraordinary that wow so uplifting that's amazing yeah. Um, well, you know, I just heard this week that uh, the prime minister is saying that they're going to open up Italy to tourists in uh, mid-May 2021. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's going to be a lot of criteria attached to that. I mean, you have to have some sure. sort of vaccine passport or show a negative uh, PCR test. and But they're going to lift the, the um, requirement for quarantine. Obviously, you know, you can't quarantine someone for two weeks if they're there on a two-week holiday. So, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, so I guess they're lifting the quarantine restrictions, and they're and they're gonna they're gonna let vaccinated people, um, you know, come. I guess you know people will still be wearing masks, obviously, and there'll be some degree of social distancing on on the ground there in Italy. But, um, you know, I, I hear the rest. You know, a lot of places the restaurants are opening back up again, and the museums and things like that. So, uh, it sounds like you know slowly over the summer it's it's gonna improve, and then you know probably towards the fall even more so as as more Italians get vaccinated. So there, there is light at the end of this, this dark tunnel, I think. Oh, well, we'll hope so. It definitely seems like, I mean, the people that we know that do um, manage rental properties and have rental properties, they're looking at a very, very busy summer coming and autumn and even into the Christmas holidays at the end of the year. And I think, you know, because as you said, you know, Americans are getting vaccinated, they're ready to travel. They feel like they've been kind of pent up, yep. you know, not being able to do anything. And, uh, what an agent said to me a couple of days ago, which I thought was interesting. He said, you know, he said, I think a lot of what people are doing where they, they might have been a few years ago thinking of a super adventure holiday of, you know, safari or something. He said, you know, the classical vacations are kind of what people are looking back towards. And that's why like our area of Tuscany, people are starting to do that. They want to do what seems familiar, but yet they want to be somewhere new. So 
Well, that kind of made sense when you said it. Yeah, and I, and I think too, that there's gonna be a slight shift in, in the way that people travel in that, um, I think they'll be looking for more of the slower experiences in the countryside, you know, cooking schools or, on a, or uh, agroturismo or something like this. I mean, you know, obviously Rome is still Rome and Florence and they're gonna hold their appeal and people are gonna go there. But I think there's gonna be a, a little bit of a shift towards the slower travel and the, and the more, um, you know, I don't say out in the countryside type of, type of experiences. I mean, that's just my take on it from what I'm, the, the feedback I've gotten from people on my blog. So um, we'll see, you know? Yeah, it's true. I think people, I don't know, when you say Christian, like they're looking for authenticity, I think, you know? I think people I think, want to feel that they're experiencing something real, like not just the lean tower of Pisa or um, let's talk about the Eiffel Tower in Paris or whatever. People actually want to feel part of something that's different and I think that's what creates an experience for a holiday or a vacation, as you guys say, mm -hmm. um, is feeling something different and not seeing what everybody else is seeing. And not because it's not about seeing, it's about feeling, isn't it, these days? Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Now, let's let's tell people how they can get in touch with you and, and access your newsletter. I mean, I know a lot of, you know, your Instagram account is, is fabulous. I mean, that's that's where I, I, I encounter you guys. Um, you know, you, you have a, every day you have something, you know, usually it's several times a day you have some property on there and it's and it's always something appealing and you and you show pictures of it. But to actually get access to the to the listings, to the links, to the listings and, and whatnot, they, you know, they would have to subscribe to your newsletter. So talk a little bit about, you know, your Instagram account, your website and your newsletter and how people can, um, can access all that. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, yeah, we try to put um, a little bit of something on Instagram, Facebook every day, but that, as you said, it's just really a fraction of what we put in the newsletter. It's a little bit of a tease, I suppose you could say for what is coming along because um, we go through, hundreds sometimes thousands of properties <laughs> sometimes thousands of properties every week till late in the night <laughs> discussing what's going to go into the newsletter and then what we do when we we find a house that we really like or the agent feels great about we try to find some extra information about the town and to, to give people a sense of not only you know is this a two-bedroom thousand square feet apartment kind of thing but to also say this town is famous for whatever, their olive oil festival, or you know, to give them a, a real feel of what kind of town it is. It is a small hamlet, it is a larger city. Um, we try to give them a real feel for where they're going before they ever click on the link to start talking to the agent. So they have an idea if it's for them or not. Every week we do hmm, between 20 and 30 properties, usually never less than 20, but usually 20 or 30 properties. We try to focus on a town so they can get to know little bit by bit the geography around Italy the same way I'm learning it myself. And then uh, we usually throw in a recipe, a little bit of a wine chat. Um, sometimes we do a before and after of, of people that have bought houses that we can do their show their renovation. You know, just so kind of you're feeling like you're a little more a part of Italy and Every week you get this little bit of Italy as vacation delivered to your inbox, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I can vouch for that because I've, you know, I've read several of your uh, newsletters and that's what I liked about it. It wasn't just the listings. It was sort of an introduction to the area and, and like you said, the recipes and all that, you know, which is, I mean, all that's part of it, right? I mean, it, it's it's not just, uh, you know, four walls. It's, uh, you know, where you're going to be living and, you know, well, what's the lifestyle as well. Yes, absolutely. Definitely absolutely. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, a little tease on Instagram, but it's great. I recommend. So what's the Instagram handle? It's, is it uh, at uh, my cheap Italian home? Mm -hmm. And that's and, the website uh, too, right? And the website is the exact same thing, mycheapitalianhome.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if Christina had shared with you, but I think we'd love to offer 10% um, off to all of your listeners to whoever wants to join our newsletter and start their little Italian dream, I guess. Yes, oh, thank you. What the coupon code is. <laughs> the coupon uh, code for that is RickZulo10. Mm -hmm. So that's 10% off. So that would be for monthly or yearly. Yep, I have it on the. I'm going to put it on my web my website. Okay. I have a little blog post that'll accompany this this podcast episode, and it'll be there for people to click on as well. So if you oh, don't catch great. it here uh, on the podcast, jump over to my website. And I'll also have links to your website, uh, and of course this uh, to, to your your newsletter coupon code, and um, yeah, and 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 your some of your Instagram pictures too. So. Um, you guys have been great, and this has inspired my dreams. I know it's going to do the same for many people who um, have, like you said, this pent-up uh, desire to travel and perhaps make this part of their, um, you know, their travel plans is to check out some of these houses in Italy. Well, we can't, we can't actually wait to, to see tourists again because we have not seen tourists for a year. Not even tourists, just anybody. <laughs> well, be careful what you wish for. Because they're coming. <laughs> oh, good, good. We're waiting. We're waiting. We've got the wine ready already. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you both have been great. And thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And uh, I'm just super excited about you know this. I'm, I'm glad that it's going so well for you guys. And you're really helping thank a lot you, of people Rick. dream about their Italian, their cheap Italian home. Oh, that's thank right. You, Rick. This has been so much fun. I love it. All right. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao. Bye-bye. Right. Okay. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please click over to iTunes to subscribe and leave an honest review. Join me next time when I discuss another topic of Italian culture. Until then, arrivederci.